Welcome to another message from the teaching team at Elevation Church Australia. For more information about our church, service times and locations, visit elevationchurch.com.au. Hey Elevation, so great to be with you today. I'm here with my incredible wife, Kathy, and our executive pastors, Miles and Bonnie, who you all know. Wanted to let you know about a really exciting announcement and no, none of us are pregnant. So no, we're done. <laughs> But I wanted to let you know, Elevation now has been going for 15 years and from its humble beginnings uh, in one location, now has 10 locations yeah. and so much has happened. About 12 years ago, Kathy and I took on the leadership of INC, which is the denomination that Elevation is a part of. We've got 140 churches in Australia and then probably a thousand around the world kept us very busy, as well as Global Care, our charity, so much going, so many moving parts, busy. very complicated. I don't know how you did it. And I'm exhausted. <laughs> busy, busy. <laughs> but for some time, Kath and I have really been wrestling with the call for elevation upon our lives. Uh, as we've looked at the network of churches that we currently have, we, we understand that it needs a lot of vision, a lot of energy. Um, it, it's got such a huge future in front of it. Yeah. And to be honest, with my own um, mental health and emotional health challenges that I had about almost three years ago, um, we've kind of just felt that our, our um, season of life right now is to really sharpen our focus and to put all of our energies into INC and global care. Yeah. And um, with that in mind, for some time we've been working with Miles and Bonnie about a transition of Kathy and I stepping out as the senior leaders come January 1st, 2023. And these guys taking on the leadership of the Elevation Network, still under INC. So we wanted to let you all know that. And uh, we're really excited. Kathy and I feel uh, so empowered and and trusting in Miles and Bonnie. We we trust their gift, their character. but we also trust the locations in Elevation yep. that you guys will swing in behind these guys and Absolutely. help reshape a fantastic future. Very exciting. Yeah, we, um, yeah, we do. We endorse Miles and Bonnie. We love their character, their family to us. Um, and for Ross and I, you know, it's important that you focus on one thing and do it well. Right. And to do INC Elevation and Elevation Locations um, you can't successfully do all of that well. So for us, the one thing has become INC, and um, mm. we feel absolutely excited and couldn't think of a better couple yeah. to take Elevation forward than these guys, their family, as well as co-workers. And um, we love you, totally believe in you, and um, we know that they will take elevation to a whole new level. Yeah. We are just so honoured. And Bonnie and I firstly want to say thank you. Thank you. uh, That you would entrust your baby elevation with us. Um, We're excited to build on what you've already established. Uh, Name will stay the same, the same branding, the the same vision and mission and values. Um, But we are sensing uh, the stirring in our hearts to lead elevation and take it to where God wants it to go. And you're still my boss because you are the chairman of INC. And so I just feel this great synergy of us. This is something we've been praying about for a while now and God's really been directing our steps. And so look out, here we go. Couldn't be more thrilled, honored and excited uh, for what God is gonna do in all of our locations. 
And we want to thank you guys. I mean, it's just been an honour to serve under your leadership and continue to, in a sense, with INC. But you guys are just phenomenal leaders. Yeah. You've brought so much stability, security, um, being uh, our elevation leaders. And thank you for passing it on to us and trusting us with it. We really love you guys. So exciting days ahead. We can't wait to see uh, what God does through you and through your locations and be all that God has destined us to be. God bless. See you all soon. Hello, everybody at our Hills location. So what does this uh, mean for us as a church? Well, honestly, not a lot changes. Uh, Bonnie and I continue um, to lead and, and serve the pastors of our church. In fact, I feel this gives me more freedom uh, to step into that vision side, that future, seek God and to pray and to believe uh, for the great calling of God that's on our church in Hills. Um, I do want to share that we have great strength in our Hills location. Um, we have eight pastors who are just doing an amazing job on the ground. I also want to honour uh, Sanjeev and Jocelyn, they're our associate pastors and they're the point people when I'm not there and Bonnie's not there. And they just carry so much stature, so much wisdom. Um, the way they get around uh, our staff and our pastors and uh, they're, they're like mum and dad of the house and they just bring so much um, stability and, and I honour them. But all of our eight pastors, they're gifted, they're called. We also have six volunteer uh, staff who help out and contribute and serve and so many volunteers, all of you are contributing in so many ways. We also have these really strong pastors um, that are in our congregation. Pastors like John and Marlene. Did you know that out of John and Marlene, 40 Two churches have been planted because of those guys. Can we just make some noise for John and Marlene for that amazing work? Um, we have amazing uh, men and women of God. Or, or like Dave Schaefer, who was actually the New South Wales uh, chairman for INC for many, many years. Such a, a great stature and, 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 and such great um, teacher of the Bible and, and such a great leader. We've got so many strong, uh, healthy um, mature uh, believers in our congregation. I believe that's specific, and there's a reason for that. I, I believe there's a great mantle, a great calling on our church in the hills to be a real hub for building and training, to release uh, so churches can be planted. I, I think there's a, a, a great mantle on our church in INC um, to be a hub for Sydney and New South Wales. And it's a very specific spiritual calling. We even get the opportunity right now to serve and help our Penrith location. And we do that regularly. And so I'm just so faith-filled for our future. I also want to share some checks and balances that we have in place, just so you understand how we're, how we're structured. We have a spiritual advisory board at our Hills location. And really, they're there to bring accountability to Bonnie and I. Uh, but they're also there to pastor our pastors Make sure I stay on track. Uh, make, make sure our pastors are healthy and whole. They're on the ground. They're praying daily. They're available. Um, we also have a uh, professional uh, psychologist who's a supervisor who, who checks in with our pastors just to make sure they're, they're, they're doing well emotionally and, and spiritually. We also have a committee of management 
And this committee of management oversees our finances. They meet regularly. Amazing job Lindsay is doing uh, in, in our finances. She oversees all our finances. We have regular reports, monthly reports of all of our finances, our spending, our, our budgets. And that committee of management oversee that to bring great governance. Um, but then we also have so much more. We have our um, INC uh, denomination, and they have all of these boards that kind of keep health in our churches. They oversee things like Safe Church, um, making sure that we have policies in place for the vulnerable, uh, making sure that we know how to respond to a crisis. Um, they have an operations board um, that watches our data and, and checks in with us regularly. Um, we have a national executive board. Um, they oversee the appointment of all the pastors. Um, all of our pastors have to have a uh, diploma and ongoing training to keep their credential. For me, I can be fired. I'm an employee. There, there's lots of checks and balances, lots of accountability. I, I think here's why this is important. Not that it becomes bureaucracy, but it's all about support. We want to support the leaders in our church. We want to support those to, to be able to operate in the calling of God that's on their life, but do it in a way that's healthy. Because Bonnie and I, we want to pastor the pastors to make sure their marriages are strong. Right? We, we don't want to uh, sacrifice our families on the altar of ministry. We want to make sure they're getting time off, that they're um, emotionally whole, spiritually on fire for Jesus. And so I love that our church is part of this bigger denomination of INC to bring that support and that structure uh, that, is, that is so needed. Um, also, I'm a Sydney boy. Now, I know I'm Northern Beaches, don't hold that against me. Uh, Monaval Primary, Pittwater High School. Um, but my nana, she would have a roast dinner. Uh, every Sunday, we would drive out to North Rocks, just down the road. And we would have to sit prim and proper because my, my, my nana was English. And, you know, we'd have to use our knives and forks correctly. And, uh, you know, you, you couldn't talk if you had food in your mouth. I just love this, this, this city of Sydney. Um, I have a passion and a heart uh, for the West. I love the diversity in our church, all the different education and backgrounds. And I, I just love it's a melting pot of humanity. Um, but there is a vision that we have for Elevation Hills. In fact, we're teaching on a series called Vision. I believe God has a vision for you. I believe God has a vision for our church. In fact, the very reason I'm standing here is God gave me a vision. Take a look. It was 11 years ago next month that on this very lookout, I actually got a vision from the Lord. Now, when I say vision from the Lord, it wasn't this audible voice or, a, or, or a, something I saw with my eyes. But as I was standing on this spot, I was just praying and killing time and I was looking up the coast and I saw this outline of a map of Australia and I had this impression. It was so strong, it kind of grabbed me that I would be involved leading churches on the coast of Australia. Now, here's why that was bizarre and impossible. I was living in the States at the time, being in the mighty US of A 15 years, four boys born there, and we were, we were, we were living life, and we were busy, and life was moving on. There, there was no um, plans or, or intention. Uh, to come back home. I was just on a holiday, actually. So Ross had invited me to come to a vision night at the Tweed location. 
and I was just up here praying and looking around. And it was that moment that I, I got that vision that everything changed. There was a seed that was sown that started the dominoes to line up to bring me back home where I then actually stepped in for Ross working at Elevation. I remember calling Bonnie. Uh, I took a photo of me like this, this little selfie with a little flip phone. It was so long ago. And I called her up, I think it was middle of the night. She sort of woke up and, Bonnie, I've got this vision. You know, we're going, going to Australia. She's like, I gotta change a nappy. You know, I've, I've gotta warm up the milk, <laughs> call me tomorrow. And I, I, it was just something that grabbed my heart. That's never left me. 11 years later, I, I still have that impression, that vision that I'd be involved in leading churches along the coast of Australia. And here we are, <laughs> uh, many years later, that vision has become a reality. I wonder what the vision God has for you. I wonder with the seed that he's planted in your heart, maybe it hasn't come to pass yet, but all of us have a vision. The Bible says without a vision, the people perish. I pray that God would stir the vision for your life and the plans and the purposes that he has for you. So if you have your Bibles today, please turn to Acts 5. The early church had just started. Wow. Uh, apostles are preaching the gospel. Uh, people are, are being saved daily. There's signs and wonders. The church is growing. Uh, it's, it's an amazing move of God. But there's one problem. There's opposition. Opposition like crazy. Let's pick up the story, Acts 5, verse 7. Then the high priest and all his associates, who were members of the party of the Sadducees, they were filled with jealousy. They arrested the apostles and put them in public jail. It's fascinating to me that the religious leaders of the day were jealous of what God was doing through Jesus Christ and the spreading of the gospel. We've we, we got to make sure we never get jealous that we be open to whatever God wants to do. Um, have you ever noticed when you get a vision from the Lord or a prompting or, or, or a direction, um, the next step is there's opposition. It's absolutely predictable. Uh, for example, you, you know, you might get a, a vision to get closer to God. So, you, okay, I'm, I'm going to get up early. You know, I'm going to set my alarm. I'm, I'm going to pray and read the Bible. What happens? The alarm doesn't go off. Or you get sick the night before. You know, I'm going to go to that prayer meeting that they're having at the church. And, and then your sort of alarm goes off and you, and, and, and you wake up. It's, it's, you've missed it. Uh, every time you step forward, there's something coming back against you. Or, or, you know, you, you finally get the vision that you want to uh, have, a, have, have a boyfriend or girlfriend. You get the courage uh, to ask that person out. You know what I mean? That you've been trying to get the courage for weeks or months. You finally, I'm, I'm, I'm going to step out. I'm going to be bold. I'm, I'm going to see him at church. And you prepare your hair and your clothes, get extra cologne. You, you come to church. They're not there. You ask where they are. They've moved to another, not just another city, to, to another country. And you're like, oh, I was just about to step out. And now they're no longer here. Or you're at work and you step out to help a co-worker. You step out to show some initiative. You've got a vision to do something more. Only to find out someone steals the deal. Uh, they, they use that deal against you. There's opposition. Or what about the vision to be 
financially faithful to God and, and give and tithe and you think, I'm, I'm going to start this whole tithing thing, you know, I'm, I'm going to see if it works. And, and, and then you, the moment you, you, you start, the air conditioner breaks down, uh, you, you cast batteries flat, your tooth broken, and, and there's all this thing called opposition. Uh, maybe you have a family, a vision for your family. You're going to get committed, you can get to church, you're going to go every week. And then uh, Sunday comes, the kids are sick, and you can't get out of bed. Uh, it's interesting, whenever you have a vision that God prompts you, there is often opposition. And that's what's happening with the early church. There's this great move of God, but there's opposition. The religious leaders are trying to stop it. Let's have a look in verse 34. But a Pharisee named Gamaliel, he, a teacher of the law, who was honored by all the people, stood up. Uh, in the Sanhedrin and ordered that the men be put outside for a little while. And then he says, this Pharisee, in verse 36, some time ago, Thetis appeared claiming to be somebody and about 400 men rallied to him. He was killed and all his followers dispersed and it came to nothing. Verse 37. And after him, Judas, the Galilean, appeared in, in the days of the census and led the band of people in revolt. He too was killed and all his followers were scattered. So this religious leader gives sort of two examples of, of people that had stepped out and they died and the whole uh, revolution or, or the whole teaching, it all fell apart. Verse 38, therefore... In this present case, this is the present case of the apostles preaching and people getting saved. In this present case, um, I, I advise you, leave these men alone. Let them go. For if their pursuit or activity is of human origin, it will what? It, it will fail. But if it is from God, now this is the sentence I want us to focus on today as a church. If it is from God, it will not, you will not be able to stop these men. You will only find yourselves fighting against God. What wise words this Pharisee shared at that time. 2,000 years later, over 2 billion believers is evidence that this move was and is from God. And if there's a move from God, what can we do to stop it? Nothing. Nothing can stop it. Uh, Jesus says, I tell you uh, to Peter, uh, on this I will build my church, that you are the rock, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Uh, we learn in Scripture that when God is in something, it's unstoppable. The church, the bride of Christ, the gospel, it's unstoppable. And not even COVID can shut it down or stop it. Uh, not, not, not war, not famine, and not, not, not um, a crisis financially. Nothing, not even the gates of hell can stand against what God wants to do building his church. Uh, we belong to a vision that's unstoppable. We belong to a vision that was birthed out of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. That vision is still operating today. It's actually where we get our vision at elevation. 
Our vision statement is to multiply healthy local churches to transform our cities. A vision statement points to the future. Now, our mission statement is creating environments that are inspire intimacy with Christ, relationship with others, and influence in our world. Uh, a mission statement points to the now. It's kind of the method of how we execute our uh, methods to see the vision fulfilled. We also have values at Elevation. Our values are fun, spirit-led, authentic, and adventurous. These values sort of create culture. They create behaviors. They, they create this unity. And what we are not about is a name or a branding or a personality or a green room or sneakers, you know, or a look or an Insta or a social media account. Uh, what we are about is the local church, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And today, I just want to spend a few minutes, if I may, unpacking our mission statement. Just helps unify us, helps uh, give us focus and, and direction, and helps us build our church to be all that God wants it to be. Firstly, with our mission statement, there's three areas. Number one, intimacy with Christ. Everything always begins with salvation. We will be a church that is evangelistic, that sees people saved. It happened in the book of Acts. It, it, it will happen today. It, it's our foundation is preaching the gospel so people can be saved. Elevation is always a place you can bring your friends. It's always a place you can bring those that are hurting and lost. It's always a place you can bring those that don't believe in Christ. Uh, you are welcome at Elevation, no matter your background, uh, your education, your skin color, uh, your, your uh, career, uh, where you've lived or haven't lived, whether you believe in God or don't believe in God. Elevation is a place that everyone is welcome so they can come and hear the gospel. Um, we will create an environment where you can bring your friends. They will not be judged. They will not be cast out. They'll be loved. They'll be accepted just as they are. Why? Because we want them to hear the gospel. We will boldly declare the gospel every service. We'll give an opportunity for people to be saved. We believe in intimacy in Christ starts with a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Uh, Paul said, though I am free and belong to no one, I have made myself a slave to everyone to do what? To win as many as possible. Paul the Apostle, one of the greatest uh, living men of God, greatest men of, of the New Testament Bible. W what was the most important thing to him? To win as many people as possible. Paul could have done whatever he wanted, could have started a, uh, a Bible college, a big church, could have built whatever he wanted. What did he focus on? To win as many people as possible. Our focus at Elevation is to win as many people as possible. We will be a soul winning church um, where we will go out of our way, the highways and the byways to seek and to save that which is lost. That's what Luke 19, 10 says. The son of man came to seek and save that it is lost. Intimacy starts with relationship with Jesus Christ. But then it moves beyond that. 
intimacy then transitions not just from being saved, but into being passionate, where, where we are just sold out for Jesus. We're kind of crazy in a good way for Jesus. People kind of know that we're one of those Jesus people, right? One of those churches at work that kind of talk about us behind our backs in a good way because we just love our God. We're sold out. In fact, Revelations 3.15 talks about what the church should look like. And it kind of gives a bit of a rebuke here um, of one of the churches um, where the Bible says, I know your deeds that you're neither hot or cold. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you're lukewarm, neither hot or cold, uh, I will spit you out of my mouth. We at Elevation, we want to be hot for God. We, we, we want to be on fire for Jesus. You know, we, we, we want to be zealous and dedicated and enthusiastic and, and passionate. We, we, we want to be sold out, uh, crazy in a, in a good way. People are watching us, our kids, our family members, friends. We want to lead the way in our passion for God. Number one, intimacy with Christ. That's, that's our, our mission statement. Number two is relationship with others. So at Elevation, we want to build healthy, real, deep, honest relationships where we're not judging, we're not critical, you know, we're not talking and gossiping behind people's backs, we're building people up. That if someone comes to church and you're having a hard day and you don't even want to come to church and you're struggling in so many areas, you're even doubting, does God exist? We want Elevation to be a place where you can come and feel welcomed and loved even on your worst day. We're not going to judge you and reject you. We're going to love you and lift you up. We're going to support you and care for you and, and build you. you know, we have this saying at Elevation, it's okay not to be okay. It's just okay not to stay that way. Uh, it's okay to come in with, with all of your staff and your challenges. We'll love you. We'll accept you. And then we'll love you into your future and, and your health. In fact, James 5.16 says it this way. Make this your common practice. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you can live whole and healed. We, we, we go to Jesus to forgive us, but we go to people to heal us. That's what the Bible says. Elevation will be a place where we can find more than just people we say hi to on a Sunday, people we can do life with, people that have got our back, people that may challenge us, people that will encourage us, people that will pray for us so we can talk. Now, I'm not saying we're going to confess our sins to every person we see on a Sunday. <laughs> We've got to be a bit wise, but there should be someone in your life that you trust, that cares for you, that backs you. I see over COVID, it's obliterated so many relationships. People have kind of stepped back. Uh, people have left town, left church, uh, left their jobs, uh, moved around. And, and, and I believe this is a time to really build relationships with one another. As our church grows bigger, we've got to keep it smaller and intimate and, 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 and connected. And so please reach out, talk to people. If you see someone on their own at church, talk to them, encourage them. I commission you, uh, go out of your way, uh, find out where they're from, what they're doing, how, how can we serve and love them? At Elevation, we have this mission statement, intimacy with Christ, relationship with others. And then thirdly, this is sort of what excites me, is influence in our world. 
Uh, we've often wondered as pastors, what would happen if our doors of our church closed? Would anyone care? Would the community even know? And guess what happened in COVID? The doors of our church was closed. And suddenly there was this great responsibility on us as leaders and pastors. We better be about our community. We're absolutely about shepherding the flock and pastoring the people, no question. But the gospel of Jesus Christ came to change the world. Includes our world, but includes the world outside these four walls of the church. And there is this passion in all of our pastors to make a difference, that that we would impact those outside these four walls. James 2.14. What good is it, dear brothers and sisters? If you say you have faith, but don't show it by your actions, can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or a sister who has no food and clothing and you say, goodbye, have a good day, stay warm, eat well. But then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? I love that we're a church, that we've got this food pantry happening, um, that that we care about those that are hungry, that are suffering, uh, that are less fortunate than us, that this is a focus for us at Elevation to care for our community. Let let me just give a summary. Just over the last 12 months, um, what we've done combined with all of our locations, we've given over $280,000 in the last 12 months away to people outside of the church. That's fantastic. That's amazing. That that glorifies our God. I want to share what that kind of looks like um, at the different locations. In some locations, we're supporting single mums and children fleeing domestic violence, uh, helping disadvantaged youth with food and activities like band and sports nights, uh, caring for the homeless with, with care packs and, and food. We've got chaplains in schools. Um, we support teachers of Scripture Union and religious education in primary schools serving remote First Nations communities. We're helping those in homes with maintenance projects who don't come to church when we find that there's a need. Um, We have community-based playgroups for mums to come, be loved on, free coffee, free tea, have a playground and just serve the mums in the area. We have quick fits where we renovate buildings uh, to help those who, who can't renovate those buildings on their own. We have uh, students that we support in the Solomon Islands with our INC Bible College to start and plant churches. Our Red Frogs is safeguarding a future generation. We have global care that supports those in natural disasters throughout Australia. We're feeding families in Kenya. We're supporting INC churches like our church in Ukraine, in Kiev. Just last month, gave $20,000 to support their feeding program, to support their church. Imagine, as we continue to influence our world by being generous, by giving the legacy, Um, by helping those marginalized. Imagine the people would say, look, I'm not sure about that whole Jesus thing and that crazy church called Elevation. But here's one thing I know, those guys are generous, that they're helping people. Uh, I I heard they gave food away. You know, I I help, they're helping out in certain areas and doing great things. It's hard to hate someone who serves you. 
And they may not agree with everything we believe, but they can't not agree in our heart and our love to be caring, to be generous, to make a difference, to live outside of our world, to push the the kingdom of God forward by living and helping others. Look, they they may make fun of us as churches and Jesus people, um, but you know what? They're going to say they're making a difference. They're doing good work. There's something different. There's something special. It brings credibility to us as a church when we care and serve those. It brings so much credibility to our message of the gospel when they see us being the hands and the feet of Jesus. We have a vision at Elevation. Come on, it's to to build His church. And the way we're going to do that is through our mission statement. It's intimacy with Christ. We want to see people come to Christ. We want to be white hot on fire for Jesus. Also how to have relationship with others, deep, real, honest relationships with others. And ultimately, we're going to influence our cities. We're going to change the world through our generosity, through the gospel, through the works of our hands and our actions. We're a church. We're on the move. We're building. We're growing. We're seeing people come to Christ like never before. We have a vision that was birthed by the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Nothing can stop us. Not even the gates of hell can stop the church from moving forward. Father, we pray in Jesus' name. Let your power, your anointing come over our church. Uh, Help us to, to grow our churches, to reach more people for Jesus Christ, to see lives changed and souls saved. Because we are unstoppable. Because we have a vision that is from God. We pray this in Jesus' name. Everyone said, Amen.